0: pop punk and pizza podcast is presented by pop punk takeout which is a monthly subscription box filled with merchandise from pop punk artists from all over the world and they deliver this takeout box directly to your door you can sign up at poppunktakeout.com. follow them on facebook instagram and tiktok at pop punk takeout i'm going
1: out i gotta go i'll bang a ring on the radio so turn
2: it up to Pop and Pizza with Jacques L'Amour.
0: Hello and welcome to Pop and Pizza. I'm, of course, Jacques L'Amour. And uh, before we get into today's show, I got to give a big shout out to uh, Joey of the band Weatherworn. Um, I'm once again wearing their shirt this week on the live stream. If you happen to be uh, watching the uh, video version of this, but I want to give a shout out to Weather because I had ordered I had ordered one of their T-shirts and when it arrived and it ri- arrived, of course in a timely fashion. Uh, when it did arrive, it arrived with this second shirt, and it's all signed by the guys. And I just thought that was like the coolest surprise. And there was a nice little note there from Joey. So uh, shout out to Weather Warren and those guys. You should definitely uh, give them a listen when you get the chance. So I'm glad you're here for this show because it's once again a great show as always. I mean, when is it not a great show? I'm pleased to welcome Carlo and Harrison. They're members of a really kick-ass ska band out of California called the Victory Kids. So let's welcome them on right now. Hey, how's it going? Carlo, Harrison, good to see you guys. How are you?
1: Good, thanks for having us on.
0: You know, it always cracks me up every time I like introduce the guests on the podcast. I say hello to them like I didn't talk to them just like five minutes ago. You know, it's always <laughs> it's always so funny to me. It's like, oh yeah, hey, I oh that's right, I met you five minutes ago. <laughs> <Free> Hi, <high>. yeah. <laughs> so, Victory Kid, uh, you uh, the band kind of has an interesting uh, origin story compared to some other bands because. Uh, you know, a, a lot of bands, they start up as uh, teenagers, right? Teenagers in high school, or maybe they're just out of high school, or they're in their early 20s, and um, that's how they started out together, right? They didn't really know how to play their instruments, but they eventually, as, the, as time went on, they got better and better at it. But you guys actually started just within the last, what, three, four years?
1: Technically, five years, uh, five years now. Yeah, um, that's when we first met and got the band together. And uh, a lot of it was just practicing, getting the songs under our fingers and learning, you know, who's going to bring what to the table and that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, but you were right. Um, We kind of met after college rather than after or in high school. So we got a head start on learning our instruments, I guess. (laughs) (laughs)
0: right because I mean from from what I've read uh you're most of you are session players if not all of you are like studio session players of some sort
3: yeah we all went to like school for music and um are like making a living off of music so yeah but we also you know want to have fun and just play the music that's close to our hearts and that's not always the stuff that you get paid for um and yeah for this pop punk and ska stuff it's uh, this is our outlet you know this is where we have fun
0: I, i was gonna ask what what do you uh guys typically what do you session for exactly what genres are you usually sessioning for
3: um i do a lot of uh pop and rock stuff um some fusion some jazz but basically every, everything that comes in, um, done some film music and really a broad, broad array. But, but, um, I think the core is kind of pop and rock stuff. Yeah. for me, I do
1: uh, songwriting like a session. So, um, a lot of times I get hired to do country or pop rock. Um, I want to do more punk rock Unfortunately, that's not something we get hired to do very often.
0: Uh, It it doesn't happen too often, but I mean, it could, you know. It
1: easily could, especially with like, you know, the huge surgence in the pop culture with punk again with Machine Gun Kelly and, you know, remakes. And it does feel like there's another kind of cycle going back to that style of music coming. So hopefully we see more like stuff like that in the future.
0: Yeah, you can show him Victory Kid and be like, hey. I know how to do that uh, pop punk sound you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you <know. laughs> just listen to this. Um, are there are there any art, like artists that you've worked with that uh, any of us would know?
3: Uh, yeah, for example, um, I played on um, Tom and Jerry. Uh, Tom, the yeah, the the TV show.
0: the t- The TV show or the movie that just came out.
3: Uh, the TV show, uh, I think season four.
0: That's um, so cool.
3: Uh, <laughs> I've done, I played on, um, there's a ska song in Fortnite that just came out that I played on. Fortnite
0: um, has a ska song? Yep. That's awesome. Pretty I bad. might have to play Fortnite now.
3: Yeah. It's a <laughs> song need- and it's, it's been uh, received pretty well. And I think it was really cool. And another kind of sign of the times that this music is really coming back now
4: yeah
3: and uh I've worked with um, a nickelodeon artist uh uh Front drive um, okay and, uh, who's the the lead singer off of uh, big time rush oh okay band, and, and and some stuff for New York Times just like a bunch of different stuff
0: <laughs> that's so cool though I mean I'm a, I'm a little out of touch with what Nickelodeon is up to these days but I, I
3: I've, <laughs> yeah
0: I have heard of Big Time Rush obviously so uh, that I am uh, I'm a little bit familiar with them so that's super cool how about you Harrison uh, who have you worked with that we know or, or what are uh, have been some of your favorite projects to be a songwriter on
1: Um, I probably haven't worked with anybody, you know, but the things that I like to write um, a lot of times are when people can bring, like this actually happened the other day with Carlo. Um, He brought up, I was talking about this sudden urge, and I'm going to sound like such a dick saying this, but (laughs) this sudden (laughs) sudden urge to want to like just cause chaos, you know? So like we were at a taco place and this guy had a big tray of food. And I was looking at it. I had this, sudden urge to just flip the tray and just watch all of this food fly everywhere. So
0: did you do it? No, no, of oh, course, man, <laughs> Dude.
3: Not that, uh, you not had that. me on
0: the edge of my seat. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like waiting. I'm like, did he, did he throw it? Did he flip yeah. it?
3: <laughs> no, but, um, in French, there is a word for that. So it's kind of a more common thing that you would think, I guess, um, mm-hmm. the call of the void. And, uh, or, you know, if you're driving and you kind of think about, like, what it would feel like if you just, like, went into oncoming traffic. Yeah, I've had those thoughts. I know yeah, they're not right, really yeah. good thoughts, but no, I've... But they, I think they're completely normal. Okay. <laughs> that, well,
0: that's, that's a relief.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. there is a, a term in French for it, so it's somewhat normal. Yeah. If it's normal for French people, then it's got to oh. be some...
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I was, would you would think so. But uh, anyway, so continue you and and uh, Carlo were at this uh, this restaurant together.
1: Yeah. And then he told me about this phrase and I I don't know, like I had a similar thing with you where it was kind of like, oh, other people feel this, too. OK, that's that's good to know. And then like <laughs> from that, um, I just you know, he was like, well, why don't you write a song about it? So I did. And I just sat down and wrote everything and um that that type of like creativity where you just get inspired by something and then you just sit down and can do it and there's not any like editing or like it just comes really free-flowing and stuff like that's my favorite way to write I would say Um,
0: yeah. yeah and you have to you have to seize those moments I feel like very quickly and it sucks when they come at the absolute wrong time, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like, I actually had, I had one, I had a, um, and I and I forgot to write it down, but I had a, a melody and a couple lyrics stuck in my head earlier today, and I forgot to write them down, and it was, like, while I was on, um, coming home from lunch break, you know? And I, I just, I missed opportunity right there, and I'm like, damn it, I'm like, I wish I would have remembered. I wish I would have written it down or recorded it, you know, on my phone real quick. Yeah,
1: that's the move. Recording, yeah. just doing a quick voice
3: memo and then listening back like later that day or whenever you come Also naming it. the voice memo and kind of like oh my God, remembering God. where it is and what it is. Otherwise, you just end up with a bunch of chaos that,
0: yeah, nobody <laughs> can use but uh (laughs) Uh, back to chaos
3: (laughs) uh uh, we do live in a good time for this stuff where we just can record it real quick we don't have to go to a studio to like record this idea yeah
0: right absolutely
3: memorize it and write it down or whatever
0: Uh, jeremy is joining us saying yay victory kid they rock (laughs) jeremy he's a he's a good uh good um loyal listener of the podcast. So I'm glad he's here. He's, he's one of the, uh, the big ska punk fans of the, of the podcast. So, um, I'm glad he's, uh, he's watching while, uh, while we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, so did you guys meet, uh, during like a, a session then, or cause I know Carlo, you're originally from Switzerland, correct? That's right. And how did you end up in California in the the Los Angeles area?
3: Well, I went initially came over to Pond um, with a scholarship for Berkeley College. Uh, okay. And after Berkeley, um, it was between going to LA or New York, just one of the big um, kind of places for music, and uh, decided for LA because. Boston was really cold and, <laughs> <I didn't laughs> it anymore. and uh, you probably uh, had enough
0: of that in Switzerland, right? I imagine yes. probably depending on which part you were in.
3: Yeah. Cold and great. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was, you know, um, just looking for work. And um, one of the places I would look to is um, uh, Craigslist. And I actually got some really Dope gigs out of Craze, uh, Craigslist, and um, that's also where we met. met. It wasn't okay. in the personal sections. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. wasn't. I was. How did
0: you know I was going to ask?
4: That?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, usually like, <laughs> the same joke we keep making. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's it's uh it's nice to hear, or it's nice to meet people that have actually had luck on Craigslist with finding band members or anything like that because literally when i was and actively in a pop punk band all the members that i found on craigslist were just not the best we just did not jive they ended up you know we ended up they are either they would quit or i would Kick them out of yeah. the band. It just, you know, it never worked out. I'm not saying anything bad about, you know, Craigslist or anything, but like I know there's many others who have had that that same spiel, if you
3: will. Luck is involved. Oh, yeah. And also uh, for the rest of the band members, I they were already friends of mine and I brought them in. So we didn't have to have luck several times. It was just that one time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I already, um, I used to be in a band called Westland and um We did find our basis, yeah, Craigslist too, and that was a really good match back then too. So it kind of built my trust because coming to the states, it was like, oh yeah, Craigslist, you gotta watch out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even know. Does anyone even use Craigslist for that anymore? I wonder. I haven't no, heard anyone. There's
3: no personals anymore.
0: There's no personal.
3: Yeah, they took that out and they got <laughs> replaced. By like
0: Tinder and Grinder, I guess. That's that's <laughs> true. Yeah, the and what, there's uh Bumble, I think. Bumble is one. Um, yeah, I don't. That that's is all there. Really
3: like a, a pop punk themed one
0: yet? That would be genius, dude. Why didn't I think of that? I need to. I need to hop on that and get the the pop punk and pizza brand on that whole. We
3: thing. were all here
1: for this 33 <laughs> yeah. percent. Okay, all right. I was gonna say we're right, now that you guys are here
0: we're yeah we'll we'll uh 33 all around we'll we'll Well, make this happen
3: also i gotta say i don't think it was like really made for dating but just my space just having music first on your social media profile but the song is the top thing that really has to come back somehow because i don't know i think music is still very important to a lot of people and like sharing good taste you know especially if you want to go to shows together, or yeah,
0: yeah. I guess at least on like Instagram stories and Facebook stories, yeah. and maybe Snapchat too. You can add music to it, right, to your stories. Yeah. Which is um, yeah, which is awesome. Um,
3: I don't but use it's not about section. You know, it's not like oh, that's
0: true. It's yeah. My
3: name, yeah, this
0: good. my song kind of thing. Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, so. Uh, Harrison, are you are you originally from the Los Angeles area?
1: No, so I grew up in Northern California. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and went the other direction, went to New York, uh, uh-huh. and had a similar experience as Carla. Very cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you like the concept of snow. Well, I knew about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got, I felt like, I, I, I got snowboarding and like, you know, spent a few nights like camping in snow. I was like, yeah, it's going to be cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the grind. It's the over years of time where it's like, man, this again, I don't know. And then, you know, I got the opportunity to come out to LA, made a bunch of sense and did it. And just everything fell into place. You know, like yeah. we had a bunch of luck, like, Meeting Carlo, um, we found Alan, our producer for this record, um, through a family friend, and so that was super seamless. And then he put us in touch with Matt Appleton from Real Big Fish and producer of uh, Big Dean Kids Table coming out soon, or maybe it's out already.
0: No, yeah. I don't think. I think, think it's out.
3: I think. Okay. Is it really? I think so. I saw I saw least long video. Okay.
0: Oh,
1: okay.
0: I didn't think the album was out yet, but maybe out, it is. I mean,
1: it, it, it will be coming soon. Yeah, I, definitely seen a lot about it, and it's yeah. supposed to be tough. like I talked to Matt. He said he had so much fun
3: working on it. It's going to be awesome. So, so Matt, he played the horns on our last album, right? Yeah.
0: Okay, and he always does an amazing job. Um, he's such a uh, a multi talented multi instrumentalist guy yeah. an
3: amazing um, engineer too okay he's, he's a one-stop shop um i also connected them to uh the guys that did that Fortnite song to do horns on that and i just knew oh they needed like one guy that could do all the horns recording very well and it's just one guy that's basically the best at it at least the best i know or i mean
0: Honestly, any album I've heard him do horns on is top-notch. Like, I've never heard anything wrong with it, you know? So, yeah, you can't argue with that. I mean, you know, he was in, he's in Real Big Fish. Before that, he was, I think, playing with Goldfinger, and I th- still think he does stuff with Goldfinger from time to time, right?
1: Yeah, well, and he was... Um, so, Alan met Matt because Alan trained Matt to be John Feldman's next engineer. Oh, okay. was the first one that he yeah. had.
3: Alan Hasler was like the original like assistant engineer of Feldman's and uh yeah Matt was
0: the second one okay so no wonder why the productions fall this (laughs) then I mean it's it's top-notch it's it's wonderful to listen to um so uh yeah let's get into that a little bit more so uh discernation um that's how you pronounce it, right? I don't know why i am second guessing myself cuz it's like a word I don't even know if I've ever used in my life. Um but uh it's actually uh th- this album comes out Friday by the way, August 13th, um via Sbam Records and it's actually kind of a uh, a compilation of of sorts, right?
1: Kind of. So we set out to make a record and eventually we realized that we wanted to get a little bit of gas going, a little bit of momentum. So we
3: split the record into three EPs. After having recorded the full thing. Yeah. Because we were a new band and it was just, yeah, it made sense to kind of get like several pushes out of it rather than just dropping the whole thing at once. Yeah, we got, I think, eight
1: singles that way um, that we could push and, you know, make sure that everybody got it. So, um yeah. And then we're working on the next record right now. We're gonna do one with uh Michael Peppy. Do an eighteen. We're hoping to do an eighteen album, track album, which is a big order, but probably gonna
0: be wow. Yes. Yeah. That that's quite a few. Uh Gladys is checking in.
3: Oh hi Gladys.
0: Lazardi. <laughs> um saying hello. And Sorry, I was just looking at the comments here. Sometimes I forget to look at the comments as we're doing this live. I don't want to leave anyone out. Um, So you're probably... I'm I'm sure you're probably not shocked to learn this, but Clowning is probably my favorite song from the record, although it is hard to choose because they're all really well done, all really well written. But I just love the... um, I love the, you can kind of flip a coin with that song. There's a kind of a funny tone to it. But then at the same time, it's like, well, wait a minute. Is this, is this reference, is this referencing something more different? deeper with clowning you know so like uh, when i first heard it i kind of chuckled and then the second time i heard it i was like oh i think there's something more to the <laughs> more to this song you know there's there's uh there's more meaning and you're uh, i i'm guessing i'm right on that
1: yeah i mean i think whenever you think there's more meaning there there inevitably is but also you are correct there is just inherently more meaning as well <laughs> So what
0: um, what is the meaning? What What's the story behind clowning?
1: I think, you know, this is at a time where a lot of media was focusing on these bizarre events that would happen and kind of like turn it into part of the 24 hour news cycle. And I just kind of thought it was a little frivolous, you know, not that things shouldn't be reported on, but there's so many more important discussions to have than, you know, these kind of weird incidences and like having panels of people talk about, like, you know, the possible, like, you know, (laughs) psychiatric background. All the the
0: possibilities and then just, like, start making all these, um, like, uh, what's the conspiracy?
3: It's such non-news, really.
0: Yeah. Was there a particular incident that brought this about that
1: started? Yeah, there was. I think the one that, like right around the time I was writing it must've been just before actually some kids went out and killed a clown because they were scared of it. And it like stopped them in the road. And I was like, this is, this is kind of real. You know, you have, you have groups of people that are acting really strangely that we should, you know, definitely people should be monitoring, you know, I'm not going to say it's not something to look at, but um, yeah, you know, it's getting blown into this thing on the media. And then like, you know, these kids go and kill somebody who's dressed like a clown and is acting kind of scary. And I think especially having lived through the last four years, really five years (laughs) and seeing how the media um, doesn't always get things right in a way like. We, we're really learning how to decipher what is fact versus what's somebody's truth. And there's a lot of media that's focusing on somebody's truth and having kind of like a, a, another reason for putting it there. And we, I kind of, from the lyricist perspective, wanted to draw attention to that, I guess.
3: Yeah. And also that I mentioned that. Like here in a lot of places with the standard ground laws, if you're afraid of something, then you get to kill it. Basically, and uh, there's no repercussions because you were afraid. And that's such an individual truth. That's super problematic, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. And it reminds me, there was a time sometime in the last five to 10 years where there was like a bunch of clown sightings all at once, like all over the country. Remember that?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what this is about.
0: Okay, gotcha. And there were some here in in my hometown area that I live in in, in Illinois, and it was just a super strange time. People are actually starting to get kind of scared, like you know this incident you're talking about where someone actually got killed. Um, it's uh, it's crazy to think when those things happen how much we freak out about them, you know.
3: It was actually a marketing stunt by us. We no. <laughs> <laughs> <You laughs> aborted it when people got killed. So there, was a, there, was a theory, there was a theory going around
1: that um, American Horror Story had told people, some people to do that, to promote their... Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, but that's like, you know...
3: That's, you know, that's a
1: little,
0: that. yeah, that's that's a little
3: but, farther. Well, what I was going to say about this new stuff that we're writing right now is that... Um, it. A lot of it goes in that direction, Um, like the trajectory of the band, of the sound of the band is going like that direction, like stepping out, clowning.
1: So specifically ones where we have multiple kind of sub genres within the song that we can switch between. Um, We're finding that like we're getting a little bit of an aggressive disco influence. um, (laughs) Aggressive disco.
3: Yeah. I like 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 the way that that sounds. with anger, yeah, <laughs> um, just, you know,
1: trying, trying to bring in um, influences that inspire us and like give something different to hear, you know. Um, sure. that's always the trick, right?
3: Yeah, yeah it absolutely <laughs> it's is. They're going like the roller coaster of a song, like mm-hmm. the, when it goes to double time, triple time, and then suddenly there's like a reggae part, and that stuff to stop and go is um what is a lot of fun to us and uh, i think it's also cool that to see that um not necessarily the poppiest ones but some of the crazier songs actually get more attention uh, with clowning being probably the craziest on the record and getting the most plays on spotify and, and and youtube and so on
0: yeah yeah, I uh, I would say so. It definitely draws attention to itself. So um so the new record, Victory Kid, uh via SBAM records drops uh this Friday, August thirteenth. Um anything you guys wanna add to that, all the your social links and things like that and where they can get their hands on the record.
1: Yeah, so um if you want to buy the record you can buy it on our bandcamp, which is if you search Victory Kid Bandcamp, it will come up. Um also, we have Spotify, we have Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all that stuff at Victory Kid Band. Um, and I also just want to say a big thank you to Spam and all that they've been doing for us, getting this print. I know it's a little rocky, having a little delay, but um, it's just been awesome working with them and getting some real fire and momentum in a time that's not always easy for that. So,
0: Yeah, Absolutely. All right, well, Carlo and Harrison of uh, Victory Kid, thank you guys so much for being on. And uh, we're going to uh, go ahead and give everyone a little taste of what they can uh, expect on the record with uh, Plunge in the Dark. You guys just released a really cool lyric video for this. Kid plunge in the dark here on Pop Punk and Pizza podcast. Thank you once again to Carlo and Harrison of Victory Kid for joining us. Don't forget their brand new record drops this Friday, August thirteenth, uh, Discernation, and uh, it's available through SBAM Records. And uh, also, don't forget to support our wonderful title sponsors, which is Pop Punk Takeout. Uh, They are a monthly subscription service that sends merch from pop punk artists from all over the world straight to your door in a takeout box. You can choose the the pizza box version, or there's actually a a Chinese takeout box version as well. And uh, both can be found at poppunktakeout.com. You can subscribe to either one. And... And uh, for the month of September... They've teamed up with Smart Punk Records for a very special box. So make sure you sign up for that. Once again, poppunktakeout.com. And you can also find out more info about uh, this com- upcoming box on their social media pages. Uh, you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at poppunktakeout. Now, uh, we we're supposed to be welcoming Scott of Pulley onto the podcast, but he actually is not in the room yet so i'm not sure what's up with that but carlo and harrison are still here so i might just go ahead and invite them back on and uh we'll just talk some more victory kid or whatever else we want to talk about uh as long as it's cool hey with them. <laughs>
4: hey you're back
1: what up surprise uh, Have you know you met i don't think we met
4: before <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait <laughs> didn't you know that mohawk looks familiar yes. i'm
3: um, I was Thanks. just talking to Harrison about this song, um, uh-huh. like after saying that like our newer stuff is gonna be crazier and, and more like you know, genre bending, and then <laughs> our la- latest single or like lyric video comes on, it's the poppiest song we've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> I was and, thinking
0: the I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is this song is more on the lighter side of of some of the other songs you know
3: actually we had such big discussions about like what to release first and this was always in the top because it it has more of a radio appeal but we kind of do live in a post radio time somewhat and um, yeah it's cool it's it makes more sense for us to like release stuff that our fan our fan base or like our scene would like rather Mm -hmm. than kind of you know release something that is less uh aimed at them and more at a broader audience
1: it doesn't hurt that that's what we want to
3: play too yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right exactly um not saying that this other song is uh, plunging in the dark i still like that song as a song too um jill
0: to answer your question um the is she's asking if there's going to be Victory Kid merch in a Pop Punk takeout box? Um, I mean, it's possible somewhere down the road if uh, Victory Kid and Pop Punk takeout get together, but um, I don't think there's anything currently in the works as far as I know. Um, but hey, you just you never know. Um, I would I would highly suggest talking to Pop Punk takeout guys if you haven't already. Yeah, we
3: will. Or got um, some really cool new pins too. Get there
0: sure. you go yeah um so not currently Jill but hopefully uh, in the future but the the song I think you guys sh- should you know after you're you're done promoting the the new record dropping this Friday I really think you should go for I, I really want to hear what this aggressive disco thing sounds like <laughs> that you
3: mentioned because we're well, like, still riding that one.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you know, why don't we just have a writing session right now, live on the internet, on the podcast, and All we right. can, you know, we can work this out together? Because I'm very curious about this. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm kidding, of course, but you know,
3: you? I mean, there, but it looks, it looks like this they were. This is where we do a lot of writing. Yeah. This is uh, our okay. little uh, studio. Nice. Here, and uh, so, not absolutely. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I loved how everyone, you're like arranging yourselves, like, oh, okay, yeah, let's get yeah, ready right. for this, we've this done, uh, we've writing done session. The, uh, live sessions, things for radios before. But I mean, obviously, we're not perfectly set up right now with the, only the uh, laptop uh, microphone. <laughs> you know, I was, uh,
0: just, sorry, go sorry ahead.
3: Again. Okay. Well, I was actually
1: playing a wedding at a family friend uh-huh. and didn't even realize until after I was done that Travis Barker was right behind me. Oh, my so, God. You know, I'm ready to wow. go at any, any moment.
0: <laughs> so what What were you, were you just playing guitar or something at the wedding? Yeah,
1: it was, okay. it was a family friend's wedding, and he had wrote this song um, for his wife and wanted to play it for her. And I was just playing like some lead parts while he sang over it and stuff. It's like two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, something like that.
0: And you didn't like, and he was just there, Travis
1: Barker. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was on a um, on a public beach, but it was by uh, the Miramar in Santa Barbara. Okay. And so like we were just on the beach, like doing a quick little ceremony type thing, and um, him and Courtney were on top of each other. Right behind <laughs> me. I had no idea.
0: <laughs> and they probably had a uh, someone taking taking pictures of them. I yeah. So
1: actually, it's really funny. The, the groom actually thought that they were taking pictures of us. it was a wedding and like you know we were playing he's like oh my gosh like there's all these people for us and they're like uh sorry bro
4: that's
1: (laughs)
0: funny i hope you didn't pop in this bubble did you (laughs) yeah right (laughs) did you go over there at all say hello
1: i i should have i get i get nervous i i'm not a great like fanboy you know, and yeah. like that's that's a thousand percent what I would be for Travis. Like, well
0: and I am, I imagine yeah. they had security detail with them, right? I mean
3: not that I don't well. think so. I ran that's into kind of him surprising. twice before and ne- never ran any security now.
0: Hmm. You would just, I don't know, to me, I would think maybe not Travis Barker alone, but now that him and Courtney are together, right. I mean, yeah. Courtney, we all know how huge Courtney is. I mean, Travis Barker alone is a a mega name, but you put the two together and it's like... You know, it's you terrifying
1: would, to see how polarizing it is for you, yeah,
0: said first all right. All. So, that's like so it's
1: Courtney yeah. Kardashian. it's Courtney it's, it's Travis Barker. Like.
0: <laughs> that's why I would think they would have security, you know. Right. So, yeah. but uh, Gladys is asking, when will Victory Kid be touring? That's a
3: good question. <laughs> so, um, we booked a bunch of stuff in Europe. Uh, Twice, uh, yeah. So <laughs> we had booked a tour in uh, 2020 that never happened, obviously. Yeah. And but um, we've gotten dates now for next summer in Europe. Uh, we're playing Spamfest in Austria and some other stuff that we can't announce yet, and are booking around these things. So we're definitely coming to Europe next summer, um, and then before that, for right, Record first, we're gonna get the record out first, (laughs) and um, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get to you know asked out. (laughs) Yeah.
1: One other thing too is like the places we're looking at are Chicago. um, Doing like me, yeah yeah we, we have the most
0: fans in chicago that's oh. awesome well uh you know if uh, that ever happens we could possibly do a podcast in person where you get to Ooh. eat pizza
1: oh my god <gasps> yeah oh, i bring COVID-19. i bring
0: pizza with me usually when i do those <laughs> interviews with bands when they're on the road you know i usually say hey what do you like on your pizza and then that's what i that's what i bring to you you know nice that's and we talk
3: awesome. yeah um yeah dude. We'll keep this in mind. Yeah. I'd love
0: yeah. <laughs> Please do, man. Seriously. Anytime. Um, I am curious, though, and I'm, I'm sure, Carlo, you get to ask this a lot, but I can't help uh, but be curious. What was life like growing up in Switzerland? Because that's where you spent the majority of your life, I
3: take it, yes. right? I moved when I was uh, 20. And, um, yeah, life was good. Um, I grew up on the countryside, never more than a, a mile or so from a farm. <laughs> and, um, just, you know, being outside a lot and, uh, yeah, I mean, got to ask a little more specifically. <laughs> well, I mean, is very safe. It's Switzerland.
0: right. But it's exactly Switzerland is so different than the United States. I mean, and obviously, you know, that you've seen it you know you uh i mean what was what was your um you know what was your childhood like and speaking of switzerland like uh, there's been uh, there's a lot of incredible and well-known music producers and even and sweden. or so i'm thinking of sweden but there yes. there's got to be some in switzerland though too i thought switzerland <laughs> yeah, was also I know, a I know hot some spot. really
3: cool producers my my former rumi uh, is an amazing producer there's there's a good good producers but uh sweden is famous for it yeah sweden
0: uh, is i thought switzerland had some though too but maybe i was <laughs> confusing the two not as many <laughs> um but but yeah still i'm just i'm just curious what what uh you know switzerland is like coming from someone who who grew up there
3: well can tell you what like uh the things are that, that i'm like I was confused about first moving to the states um, uh, or LA, for example. Like if you if you tell somebody, oh, we're gonna meet uh, on September seventeenth at this this place at twelve, and um, if you if you made this appointment now with a friend or like this, this date, right. Then you don't have to hit this person up again about like this happening because you know, it's happening. And if you're not there at twelve they they'll text you. And if you're not there at 12 like seven, you'll get a call. <laughs> and it's, it's like a big deal. If you like stand somebody up for whatever reason. So it's very uh, strict in that sense. It, People are super loyal. It's really hard to like move to Switzerland and make friends there because it takes um, years to kind of establish like trust and so on, and okay. then let somebody into your close circle of friends. That's um, when I talk to expats live, um, that live in Switzerland now. Is uh, that's a, a huge issue. Um, so almost loyal to like. Uh, to an extreme to like a bad extreme. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. So a little less open, I guess. I don't know. So did
0: you you yeah. meant you mentioned farms. Did you live on a farm or were no. you just near near them?
3: So um a lot of Switzerland is kind of uh like the farms and the towns are kind of seem go go seamlessly into each other <laughs> and or like right outside of the town Outside the towns there are farms and I lived in like small towns, like ten thousand people or so. And okay. the farms start right outside and there's like forests and stuff. There's a lot of nature um everywhere, which is really cool. Even in Zurich, which is the biggest city, um, all the hills around it, um there are like huge forests where they don't build any buildings. Um and yeah, like there's, you're not, never like further than like fifteen or twenty minutes away from from the forest, even mm-hmm. in swimming. Yeah, which is cool.
0: That sounds yeah, that sounds beautiful. I really want to go. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's always been a uh, a dream of mine to go to to Switzerland, just because you always hear about the you know the Swiss Alps, right? I mean, so um, it's
3: definitely worth it. Yeah. So you should, so, and you should so, hit me up so, when you go.
0: <laughs> yeah you can be my tour guide like I'm going to need somebody to show me around you know and probably I mean is is skiing actually a big thing there or is that just Oh, absolutely. The, oh it oh, is yeah. okay yeah, I know yeah. that's like a stereo type
3: yeah no I've been I started skiing when I was like three years old oh, and wow. so I switched to snowboard at five and um, it's just it's the best and on the other hand Every time I went skiing here, it was a little bit of a disappointment because I went in. <laughs> <laughs> and the runs are like three minutes tops, and in Switzerland, it's like thirty-five minutes from. Oh top my or gosh! Whatever, or longer, even a
0: half an hour. Man, yeah. Yeah, that's a long. Runs. That's a long ride. I bet your legs, if you're not used to that, your legs got to be so
3: sore after oh, yeah, that. Yeah. You know, but then you gotta, uh, you know, take cap your, um, take a. Like gondola up and, you know, the break. and <laughs> Yeah. And a beer. Right. I yeah. you drink when I snowboard <laughs> because, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's an American thing. But, uh, <laughs> but it's, a, it's a whole thing with, like, the party tents at the bottom of the hill. Really tasteless music and, like, warm, like, alcoholic beverages that mess you up real fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the up ski thing, uh, thing. It's, it's a whole thing.
0: Um, it's, yeah, probably because of the, uh, the alcohol content's got to be pretty high, right? I imagine.
3: Yeah. 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 The schnapps in, inside, uh, oh. coffee or something. And, you know, That'll when do you it. The alcohol, something <laughs> yeah. crazy happens.
0: Oh <laughs> man, that, that will definitely do it to you. Um, well let's, what, I'm always curious to hear what everyone is currently listening to and what's uh what are some artists you guys have been listening to i mean it doesn't have to be you know around the punk genre i'm just always curious to hear you know what what people are listening to currently this is one of the
1: softest things you'll ever hear me say yeah okay i've been bumping sob rock by john mayer yeah is it good so catchy it's like almost annoying that i like it this much i yeah What's I'm it like? Popier, it's just too good. Huh?
0: What's it like compared to everything else? Is it a lot different, or?
1: Yeah, I think um, some of the songs are popular, but a lot of them have he's learned a lot from touring with the Grateful Dead, you know, and you can kind of hear that a bit in his playing, and um, it just I think these are the most, to me at least, some of the most natural songwriting that he's he's done, um, except for one song called Why Don't You Love Me, which has the most obnoxious chorus I've ever heard. But other than that... <laughs> why is it so
0: obnoxious? You, what makes it obnoxious?
1: He's kind of doing it on purpose. He's like, why don't you love me? And it just repeats, like, four times. That's <laughs> weird. So
3: he's, he's giving himself the
1: answer yeah, to his question. Kinda. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, he kind of, yeah. Um, I want to look that up right now.
1: But there's plenty I, of pop-punk ones, too, that are great like I, I really like neck deep's um record that came out all distortions are intentional um that was a good, really good one i like four year strong's um brain pain
0: oh yeah that was that was great
1: yeah um tool fear and pneumonia was awesome if you guys are into prog metal
3: Uh, today i've been pumping uh, mc5 a good friend of mine recommended them to me and i actually didn't know them and it's like proto punk okay and it's kind of came before punk almost and it's just so good okay yeah
0: i uh i'm not i don't did you say m5 right mc5 nc5 Mm -hmm. yeah that doesn't sound familiar I'm just looking up this John Mayer, because you bring that up and I'm like, I just, I gotta hear this obnoxious uh, chorus you're talking about. Okay.
1: You're gonna be like, I love it. I don't hear what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be like, this song's amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm probably not gonna be able to hear this on the... uh... John, if
1: you ever hear me talking shit about your chorus... It's a great not, not kind of oh, actually.
0: <laughs> wait, hold on. What am I doing? I can pull it up here on my iPad. I wasn't even thinking. Um, I just got a. Uh, I think I've got. Oh my! Yeah, give me a, Give me a, a hot. Hot second here, because uh, oh, yeah, I want I everyone to, because because yeah. I want everyone, yeah, I want everyone to uh, be able to hear this hear uh, yeah. <laughs> this beautiful chorus you speak of.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, so the Inevitables are really cool. That's one of Matt's fans. Um, yes, the Left and J member, I forget which one, and uh, I think a big D member too.
0: Um, it'd be uh, it's it's uh, Vinny. Um, Vinny. Okay,
1: yes, yeah, yeah. yep. And uh, one of my favorite records has been Heartwork by the Used. Ooh, okay. That, that I listened to that for I think four months straight, just over and over and over again. Um Bloody Nose, Cathedral Bell, a lot of good singles on that one.
0: For some reason it's not wanting to That's weird. It, do, it doesn't want to play on my iPad. Oh no. I guess it's that bad.
3: <laughs> 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 try to oh, play my it on gosh. another device that has less taste.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, here. Let me uh, let me try this. Um
1: No effects is record. Um, A
0: single album yes that was so good i really uh i really think that's the one of their best albums and, in my opinion yeah yeah
1: i'm i i'm not super familiar with their entire discography but that mm-hmm. one is really good um, the only other one i know very well had um uh dinosaurs will die um I forget which one the one with the um crazy looking nurse in that like insane asylum from i think 2000
0: oh yeah uh um it starts with a v right um why am i forgetting the name of that uh oh it's on the tip of my tongue
1: oh here it is pump up the volume uh volume Yes, pump up the
0: volume. That's why I was thinking the V. Yeah, yeah. some some reason I still can't get this to work right. So.
3: Also, um, Melanie K, who like uh-huh. <laughs> connected us to you, uh, also just texted me uh, that if the band was MC5, as in melanie <laughs> not NC.
0: Oh, okay. M- I thought you. Okay, I thought you said N yeah um, gotcha well anyway i guess i'm gonna have to check out that john mayer song on my own that i'm kind of disappointed yeah that um, uh we'll still be whiny i'm sure i know i'm just i just want to i just want to dissect this song and uh let everyone be a part of the uh experience <laughs> i There's i actually gear. no go ahead what were you gonna say oh,
1: sorry i was just gonna say like uh the, the, the singles off that for me are New Light and the opening track, which I'm forgetting the name, Last Train Home. Okay. That okay.
0: Recommend. It's got gotcha. you. Last
1: Train Home is a straight up Toto song. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cool. Like he does it in his own way. Um, but like, you know, it's just funny like to hear Weezer do Africa and then hear John Mayer have one that's kind of similar too.
0: Yeah. But it is a great okay. song. Wait, hold on. I think I might have uh I might have made this uh, happen here. All right. After talking about it for like 5 minutes now. <laughs> um I just got to Where did it go? I
3: did um to tell you I I did work with his um producer of his debut album. For, uh, did yeah. you really? Yeah, when I first came to LA, there was a big audition. Mm -hmm. Like, where all the young drummers and like musicians that um, went to, it was kind of like almost like an open audition. And um, um, for an artist called Eric Dash to do a a US tour. Okay. And I won that audition. And the guy that picked me was John Mayer's uh, producer. Wow. So that was kind of my. First uh, big like session gig, I think. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, some of that's, the stories were definitely that's, <laughs> out there. <laughs> that's, the that I've heard. okay. And,
0: well, let us hear a story then.
3: Uh, I mean, they're all out. I guess I just didn't know as much about uh, John Mayer, but um, just that. Uh...
0: But I still want to hear one of these stories. <laughs>
4: You, no, got, me, you got me, you got me, you're
3: really leaving cool. me
0: on the edge here, man.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to tell him.
0: Oh, okay. Bummer. Such a tease. He is a tease.
3: Right? All right. I, I mean, we I, all know that he had some like, you know, um, run-ins with like, you know, being, being weird. People what? like like, No yeah.
1: way. <laughs> The only thing I could think of is him saying, "My dick is racist," and that pissed off a lot of people.
0: When did he say that? It
1: was on like Ellen show or something.
3: My dick is racist. Yeah. Which like there was also like a, a um an interview where he went yeah. off of um I think a Playboy interview where he was like being weird. <laughs>
0: I mean, I would imagine he's a pretty weird dude. You know, <laughs> he
1: seemed like. I don't know. I watch some of his, I don't really watch it. My girlfriend, fiance now actually, uh, watches. <laughs> thank you. Oh yeah, congratulations. Uh, thank you, yeah. Um, She watches a lot of his stories and will show me some of them. And he's
4: okay. he pretty funny. But
1: we all have different moments.
0: Oh yeah, we absolutely do. I'm still trying to get this work. <laughs> yes, that's still what I'm trying to do. I just can't I just can't help it. just oh, okay I think I'm actually gonna make this work now. I've got it up on YouTube so all right let's hear this uh, this chorus you're talking about This sounds uh this does not sound like John Mayer. <laughs> do you guys hear this?
1: Yeah yeah This this the song?
4: Me understand it. walk up empty handed never oh, I thought you're trying to decide. You
0: no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> thinking, I'm I'm letting this sink in. Do
1: you remember? I'm honestly still here
0: for it. Yeah, you're still here for it, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, cool.
4: As cold as the weather And left me here to cry And cry Tell me Why you no know love me? <laughs> why
0: you no know love me? Oh, man.
4: Why you no know even
0: care? You know what, though? I think he's like the only person that can get away with that.
1: Oh yeah. Absolutely.
4: Why you love me. Yeah,
0: I get I get what you're saying. I I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying on that. It's uh it and and like he says why you no love me like he's, you know, uh not Fluent in English,
1: you know. Or twelve-year-old TikToker.
3: Or yeah, it's well, <laughs> exactly. So. Maybe he tried to write a TikTok song with like a super, you know, something that you can really use That's in a it. short video.
0: Ra- Rachel uh, had to Google the uh, the uh, the 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 dick penis story, and uh, she's laughing out loud at what she found. <laughs> apparently, about John Mayer and his his uh, his package. It's a beautiful thing. Man, we really uh, broke through with the people tonight, didn't we? Yeah. With, uh, talking about John Mayer, his wow, his uh, his manhood, and uh, his, why you no love me? You know. <laughs> so. All right. Well, um. I, unfortunately, Scott from Pulley did not join us, but I'm glad we got to talk longer though. That was fun. Yeah,
4: that
0: was <laughs> cool. Uh, you guys got a full hour. That's fantastic. I mean, you got that brand new record dropping this Friday, so you know we gotta we gotta pump that up, and uh, people need to uh, down or uh, uh, pre order pre order that right now because um, the uh, the as I did we mention. the the pre-orders are have have been a little bit uh um delayed because yeah so
3: the the vinyl is uh coming out in september yeah but you can still pre-order now
0: yeah right absolutely please do so um anything else carlo and and harrison before before we close out
1: just keep your eyes on us keep listening and we got some big stuff in the pipeline we're excited about
3: yeah Awesome. thanks for listening right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well thanks for being on
0: and and talking john Mayer. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: so funny yeah uh, also like to those listening check out all of the other stuff first like all those are <laughs> pop punk and like rock oh absolutely. yeah we should also yes.
3: plug um some local bands uh, yeah. half past two is killing it they're awesome. hell
0: yes i love half past two they're so yeah, good
3: um, so good good friends too and um uh, every other year, just put out a, a song that's really catchy with a super cool music video that's yeah. all animated. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, you should definitely check them out. They're straight up pop punk and um, definitely worth checking out.
1: Okay. Yeah, Venomous Pinks from our label too. Oh, yeah. Cool stuff. Super There's cool a show stuff. that we're going to go to um, at Alex's Bar if you're in the OC area, it's in Long Beach. Yeah, in Long Beach. Last gang. My buddy Ken plays with them. And bad cop, bad cop. Yeah,
3: yeah I did cool. see
0: a. Sh- I did see that show. That looked uh, looked like it was going to be a killer show.
3: Yeah, we're going on Friday. Super stoked.
0: Awesome. Well, you guys have fun there.
1: Awesome! Thanks so much for having us, Jack. It's
0: great yeah. talking. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Thank you. I'm I'm glad you were still hanging around after we were supposed to end. So thank, yeah, thank you.
3: Yeah, we wanted to see that um, uh, full interview.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll make it up another time. So, but uh, but thank you guys again, and, and uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Okay, see
3: you too. too. Right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thank you.
0: All right. Once again, um, we uh, we have to give a uh, round of applause there to uh to carlo and harrison of, of victory kid for being on with us for a uh, full hour i'm really glad that they uh they hung around after uh the interview is supposed to end and hopefully uh scott from pulley we can make up with him and and have him on a different episode i apologize if uh you were hoping to uh uh, hear from scott tonight um but like i said i'm sure we'll make that up i'm Jacques Lamour. thank you so much for listening to pop punk and pizza and please support our title sponsor pop punk takeout and go to poppunktakeout.com or follow them on facebook Instagram and TikTok at Pop Punk Takeout. And while you're at it, follow us too. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is all at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. You can go to our website, poppunkpizzapod.com, to find links to all the podcast platforms to follow us. You can buy merch there. You can sign up for our mailing list. You can submit your band's music to me. All that stuff at poppunkpizzapod.com. You can also find out how you can become a sponsor as well of the uh, podcast if you wish Um, all at poppunkpizzapod.com and uh, we do have a Facebook group. I want to mention that as well. Um, if you just look look up "Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast," the uh, of course the Facebook page will pop up, but so will the the Facebook group as well. And um, I always enjoy connecting with listeners there, if possible. Uh, so coming up um, on August eighteenth, which is a week from today, we live stream each and every episode of Pop Punk and Pizza every Wednesday night, seven p.m. Central Time on our Facebook youtube and twitch accounts it's going to be a very special episode with marco de Of Sugar Cult because uh, the Start Static album, which is one of my favorite records of all time of Sugar Cult and just in general, it's going to be turning 20 years old here uh, pretty quick. And so Marco is going to be on the podcast to walk us through 20 years of Sugar Cult Start Static. So I'm pretty stoked about that. So 7 p.m. Central Time, August 18th on our Facebook, Twitch and youtube accounts uh don't miss that and also uh thank you to you for watching the uh live stream or downloading this podcast later on and we'll talk with you next week all right take good care of yourself hey hello
1: it's nice to meet you hey come in and have a slice of pizza